Oh, God. Like Shakira over here. Yeah, you are. Those hips don't lie. God damn! (laughs) They totally do, though. (laughs) No, they're telling the truth. They're clunky as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, you ain't wrong. It ain't smooth. Those hips don't really have much going on. (laughs) That's what those hips say. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, lady. Welcome to episode 84, everybody. 84. Another coronavirus quarantine episode. That's right. Sorry for not twitching this time, but we kind of needed a break. This shit's hard. Yeah, this shit's really hard. Erin is currently at home in her fucking dungeon inside of a fucking (laughs) sheet tent. (laughs) I am inside a sheet tent. (laughs) And I'm in my laundry room where it gets a thousand degrees. And where very little laundry actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking preach. Or so much laundry that you're like, there's never enough. Uh, literally, there's two baskets behind me that are just full of shit that needs to be folded. But it's so far gone at this point that I need to throw them back in the dryer so they're not wrinkly. Because <laughs> I'm that kind yep. of family member, mom, parent, whatever. Housewife. I have that same basket. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In my house. My husband, I'm pretty sure, thinks it's dirty laundry and keeps putting more clothes in it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have to wash all these again. (laughs) Yep. Isn't that so? Even if there's just one thing in there that you know is dirty, you're like, fuck, now I don't know. I can't trust it. Got to wash it again. Yeah. Or like you try to smell it and you're like, but I mean, it's been in my house. It doesn't smell like laundry detergent anymore. It just smells like house. Yeah. 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 It smells like house. It it doesn't smell like BO, but it doesn't smell good. Yep. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do this thing. Another fucking public service announcement. If our recording sound has changed yet again, it's because I'm in my dungeon again, Mm -hmm. but... On the Patreon episode that we recorded this way, it sounded like I was a little bit in a well. So now I'm in a tent inside my dungeon. So <laughs> so hopefully this is better. It feels weird and I'm afraid that someone's going to sneak up behind me. But, you know, I'll let you know. Well, I guess I won't. I, appreciate I can't really that. see anything. I'll see a shadow. No. Yeah. Oh, that'll be so scary. Ooh. So spooky. Hope that don't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, lady. All right, Aaron. Give me your goddamn. Well... My goddamn is I um, I went to work today and and I brought home Mexican food because there's a really good place around my place of business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hell yeah. And I brought it home to my husband and we ate it and it was fucking delightful. Now and then I had to go pick up. <laughs> right, probably. And then I had to go pick up my kids because they're at grandpa's house mm-hmm. today. Don't worry, everyone. They've been quarantining. We're all fucking quarantining. The only place that we go is to and from their house. And and now apparently me to work and to Mexican food. Yeah. But it's yeah. very safe. Yes, I'm sure. So I'm driving to Grandpa's house and I was like, uh-oh, I'm going to shit my pants. Oh, God. <laughs> from, all, from eating the taco shop? Uh-huh. It's like it was your one time a week. Yeah, it was it was that time. It was my one poop a week, and it fell on taco shop day, and so it was like <laughs> gonna be bad. a goddamn disaster. Bad, and so Real I was bad. like, "Fuck!" And Grandpa lives by my shop uh-huh. where I work, which yeah. is like an a warehouse area thing, right? So I was like, "I'll just stop there real quick, fucking oh. shit my brains out." And then head over to grandpa's. Yeah. Exactly. By the way, we should also state when you have to shit, it's like now. Like you don't get a five minute grace window period of time. It's like you need it now. Oh, yeah. No, my body doesn't like me at all. And it's like, "Mm, 
Hope you're ready. Because <laughs> it's happening. Hope you're by a fucking toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's probably not healthy. <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe we're all doing it wrong. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so I went to work and I shit my brains out and I was like, thank God that's over. And then I got in my car and I went the rest of the way to grandpa's house and then I was standing there talking to them for a while and then I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Second wave. <laughs> Second wave hit. And I have never gone to the bathroom at their house. Like, uh-huh. I just usually pick up my kids, we chat for a while, and then I go. Like, it's never been, like, I've been around for long enough to where I have to pee or anything. And I just uh-huh. fucking ghosted everybody, walked out of the living room. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure I could find it. I'm sure it's down this hallway somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shit my brains out at their house, which uh, now apparently my sister-in-law listens. So that's what I was doing when I fucking left. I'm sorry. <laughs> And then I was like, whoa, don't feel good. And But you can't stay in there that long. Like, you're at a fucking someone else's house. You're not oh, they'll know place. what's up. Yeah. Oh, they'll know. And so, and you can't do courtesy flushes. It was just a bad situation. Oh, I'll so courtesy flush left. if it's bad enough. And then I'll be like, they'll know. They'll know. But we won't talk about it. Yeah, right? Oh, it took me a minute to find the soap, too. Because you know how you, like, wash your hands over aggressively to be like, yeah. maybe the soap smell will clear out the air here, right? <laughs> You're, like, wafting your hands in the air with the soap on it, trying to exactly. make, like, fucking janky-ass air freshener. <laughs> exactly. So then I finally leave there, and I was starting to drive back, and then I called Brandon to be like, haha, guess what just happened? That's fucking crazy, right? Now I have both my kids in the car. And I was like, Fuck. <laughs> third wave <laughs> oh no this is a this is a big one for you huh oh yeah it was emptying my whole soul yeah yeah <laughs> and so i stop at my shop again because i was like you oh, didn't even make it on the way back <laughs> no for the record you're only going like two minute intervals here <laughs> i know because i wanted to fucking stay and be longer but like that first one the first one at my shop i was kind of forcing it and i was like this is weird it hurts real bad but like nothing's coming out right so <laughs> then I went to grandpa's house and I was like uh-oh open the dams and yeah. then I left grandpa's house and I was like fuck now yeah showtime so yeah I went to my shop and I brought in my baby girl in uh-huh. her car seat into the shop and then I was going back to get my toddler because I was like, he can just <laughs> run around, right? Yeah. And I brought, I was getting him inside and then the neighbor comes out and he was like, hey, oh, no. I thought you quit, like blah, 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 and tried talking to me. And I was like, oh yeah, crazy, right? Ha, ha, ha. Like trying to just fucking let Go. me get my kid and get in there. And then I hear, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I had set off the fucking alarm. Oh no. Because apparently I put my baby girl in there and then forgot to turn off the alarm. Oh, my God. And then I went outside to get my kid. And then the neighbor distracted me. Then the fucking alarm went off. So then I have to text my boss because they call him to be like, yo, what's the password, right? Oh, my God. They called or I text him immediately because I was like, hey, it's me. Just so you know, like, I'm still here. And I said, like, I'm checking on some files that I sent to myself because I didn't want to be like, I needed to shit my brains out. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) So then he's like. Like, okay, I was just on my way down there. Like, are you good? Is everything okay? And I was like, I'm totally fine. And I was like, maybe he just meant like he was on his way down there because they called him. And that's why, right? (laughs) Oh, you are having the worst luck. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can already tell where this is going. Is he like right there? Uh, Pretty much. I got to finish and I fucking was able to clean up shop and then 
like I was leaving and he pulled up and I was like, hi, <laughs> like, oh, my God, it's like a death happened in there. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just here to drop off some stuff for embroidery or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, cool. OK, like, see you later. The files <laughs> weren't done transferring or whatever. Like, mm, bye. Yeah. And so then I left and as I was like driving away, I was like, I really hope he doesn't use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> There's like skid marks in there. Looks like right. no, there wasn't any skid marks. I fucking make, I always make sure that no one knows that there's evidence of a poop happening, but also <laughs> they didn't, it was in the air. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's bad enough, you can oh, just yeah. tell from your face, you shit your brains out. You'll be like exhausted well, he, and sweaty. Yeah. I was probably like pale. Like what happened <laughs> to the rest of your body? It's, it's forever in the toilet behind me. Oh my God. That's my favorite story. Oh, that so that sucks. was my exciting adventure on the first fucking day that I go back to work in Jesus. forever. <laughs> oh, God, you poor soul. And your poor yeah. kids are just like, do, 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 what's going on? <laughs> well, my toddler, he kept like, he kept like, I- I'll be right back. And he puts his hand up to me, like to your face, like, I'll be right back. Because <laughs> I guess <laughs> I do that. Like, hold, stay right there. I'm going to be yeah. right back. And I do it with yeah. my hand. And so he does that to me now. He's like, okay, I- I'm going to be right back. And then he'd like leave the bathroom. And I'm like, okay, but like don't touch anything because there's a lot of fucking dangerous Death stuff traps. out there. Yeah, but he was just like going out, closing the door, and then opening the, do- the door and going, I'm back. <laughs> like, Thank God you're entertained. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yep, it was pretty good. That's my fucking goddamn for the century right now. Well, you're good for another week. <laughs> I know. I reset the timer. Congratulations. Thank you. Give me your goddamn. <laughs> uh, okay, so the other night I was putting my toddler to bed, and usually we do this little routine of, like, we read a book, I sing him a song, and I tell him a story. Kids got it fucking made at bedtime. And yeah, we're laying there, and we're chatting, and he starts asking me about heaven. And he's asked me a lot about, like, heaven. Heaven's up in the sky, you know? Like, it's, can we get there by an airplane? Is it above space? Like, he has a lot of questions, and I don't have right. any of the fucking answers, but I am doing <laughs> the best that I can. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're laying in bed, and he's asking about heaven, and it's like this really sweet conversation, right? Like, oh, who lives in heaven? God lives in heaven, and he loves you, and he watches over you, and he protects Aww. you, you know, going on like that. And you can see he's really interested, and he's like, he asks me, um well, how do we get to heaven? And I was thinking like, shit, man. You die. About- <laughs> yeah, like this kid's about to go to bed. I'm not going to tell you. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell him how you actually get to heaven. <laughs> and so I was Well, like, sometimes it's a car accident. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's you just Rona. choke to death on a muffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which There's is mommy's so biggest many ways. <laughs> so yeah, many right. Ways to get there. Oh, my God. Okay, so I was like, well, you know, you live a long, happy life, and when you get really, really old, God decides it's time for you to go to heaven, and he comes down, and he gets you. And so my son, like, cocks his head to the side all confused and, like, throws up his arms, like, in question, and he's like, does God have a helicopter? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, does he, though? Yeah, like... How does he get you? Does he have a helicopter? Oh, my God. And I was, like, trying to keep it all, like, together, right? And mind you, I was really having a sentimental moment with him because I've never thought about having to explain any of this shit to my toddler. And I'm like, oh, this is beautiful, you know? Like, hopefully he gets the warm and fussies. And he's all fucking concerned about the logistics of how the fuck (laughs) God gets to you. And so I'm like, I mean, every time my kid asks me a question, I always answer it very honestly as I can. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I don't know if he has a helicopter. (laughs) He might. Shit, man. It's heaven. <laughs> Sounds He's awesome. He's God. 
Of yeah. course he has a helicopter. He has so yeah. many helicopters. Exactly. Okay, so then it's like silent for a minute and he's thinking and he goes, so I'm not tall enough to get into heaven? And I was like, nope, you're not tall enough. You got to stick around with me. <laughs> and, you know, I keep going on about, you know, oh, God loves you so much. And, you know, you want to make God happy. So listen to me, right? Like I'm trying to like fucking work in my own propaganda there. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then he goes, um, does heaven have sewers? <laughs> like, shit, man. What? I fucking know. That's blippy like, for you. Yeah, seriously. And before I could even answer it, he like hits me with these rapid fire questions. He's like, uh, can we take a picture in heaven? Do you have a picture of heaven? I need to see what heaven looks like. Can we FaceTime God? And he's like going on oh and my on. God. And I'm like, Jesus, kid, you're like, one, really thinking about this. And two, not like being like all sentimental like I am over here. I'm like, oh, my sweet little boy, let me teach you about spirituality. And he's like... Uh, I need to understand the sewer system and uh, what are we <laughs> working with? Everybody of- poop. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I was dying. It's cracking me up. And I was like, <laughs> That's "All right, great. Man, we got to go because you're getting too revved up, and it's bedtime." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the next night at bedtime, he was like, "I don't want to talk about heaven tonight." <laughs> it's like, "All right, man, Aww. we don't have to. I don't have the answers. <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> That's so fun. I know. What a good moment. Well, yeah. I mean, aside from the part where he's like, mm, but like, is it a laser beam or? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was cracking me up, though, to hear the shit he was thinking of. Like, Does God have a helicopter? I'm like, shit, man. Fuck. I never thought of that. <laughs> All right. Well, should we talk about murder then? Yeah. It's your turn to talk about it first. I will then. Okie doke, artichoke. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Christine Paulila. Okie doke. Okay. She was born on... Long Island in New York on March 31st in 1986. So almost the same age as us. Yeah. Yeah. Her dad died when she was two years old. And then when she was seven, she was diagnosed with alopecia and she lost all of her hair. Oh, shit. Okay. So did she have the alopecia because of her dad passing away? You know, like stress? Um, I don't think so because it happened when she was, her dad died when she was two and then uh, she got alopecia when she was seven. Okay. So, I mean, maybe, but I don't really know. You're like, I'm not a fucking doctor. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fucking child psychologist or whatever, whoever diagnoses you with this shit. Yeah, got you. Okay. At any rate, she Mm -hmm. started wearing wigs because fucking no hair. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. And she had really low self-confidence, obviously. That's sad. Yeah. So then she moved to live with her grandparents in Texas. And Uh she went to high school at Clear Lake High School in Houston. Okay. She was one of the unpopular kids because the wig and all that. Yeah. And I guess she didn't have like the best wigs where they were like clunky and like kind of Halloween style (laughs) wigs. Where She's like coming in with like rainbows and shit. (laughs) I think it was more like this one's Elvira and it's just like long black, which I think she has white. But you know what I mean? Like Uh, she would have been my friend. For sure. Like you well, come up with a crazy spiky one with like tinsels in it. It's like green. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Well, there were two girls who were like popular girls named Rachel Colarutis and Tiffany mm-hmm. Rowell who were like, hey, we're going to be your friend. And they took her under their wing and they gave her like a makeover. And they're Ooh. like, let's find you better wigs. And this is how you can put on makeup. Because she lost, like, you lose all your hair, like your fucking eyelashes eyebrows. and your eyebrows yeah. and stuff, too. And so they're like, this is, this shit will make you look as normal like as you, have you can. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so super fucking nice, right? Yeah, that's awesome. 
And then they did such a good job that Christine was even voted most irresistible in their high school. Ooh, girl. Yeah. And she got a boyfriend. It was an Aww. older boy named Christopher Snyder, who was 21 years old. Damn. Yeah, she was 17 at the time. Ugh. I We've mean, all done it once. I know. I was going to say, like, I... I want to judge, but at the same time, I literally, same fucking thing. Yep, yep, yep. Always a douche. <laughs> yep. It's never a good guy that does that. No. There's no, no good guys that are dating high school chicks. Like, no. Get the fuck out of here, right? Yeah. So the three girls were best friends, and Christine finally had, like, girls that she could rely on and hang out with, and she was fucking stoked on it, right? Yeah, hell yeah. Life has took a turn for the better. Yeah. Except Rachel and Tiffany weren't too fond of Christine's boyfriend because he goes by Chris occasionally in my notes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because he was into hard drugs and they were like, you can do better. Like, get the fuck out of here with him, right? By the way, girlfriends never like the boyfriends, you know? Like, your friends never like whoever the fuck you're dating. Not usually, no. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, I'm going to warn you of all these things. And you're like, yeah, but I'm in love. Yeah, fuck y'all red flags. Yeah, I'm 17, and I can't see red flags. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're whacking me right in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Rachel and Tiffany were a year ahead of Christine in school, and they graduated, and they became strippers. Ooh, girl. <laughs> Making right? it in life. You know, hey, make that money. That's right. And so Tiffany started dating a guy named Marcus Priscilla, who was 19 years old, and he was a cocaine and ecstasy dealer. Oh, whoa. So a little judgy from the other side, right? Like, yeah, glass don't house. hang out with that guy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So then Christine got into harder drugs with her boyfriend, where she's like, fuck it, let's do this. Heroin, right? Woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. So then Christopher's sister described Christine and Chris's relationship as kind of toxic and aggressive. And she said that Christine was really jealous and kind of crazy. Ooh. And she was given the nickname Psycho. Oh, good. Yeah. She would start fights with Chris and then show up to his house and bang on the doors. And when they wouldn't let her in, she would sleep on his lawn and like make a fucking scene. And then she'd just I sleep see, out on his lawn. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, did he apologize? <laughs> yeah. Did he say he's sorry? <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, to each their own. And then she would want very aggressive sex after they would make up because she wanted, quote, to be punished. Jesus. But I'm not here to kink shame. To each their own. Some people like, yeah, angry, aggressive makeup sex, right? I think I kind of giggled earlier when you said that their relationship was described as aggressive, but now I get it. (laughs) (laughs) right i was like what a funny adjective oh (laughs) oh that's pretty aggressive (laughs) they were aggressively in love no yeah yeah that's how yeah that's what i was thinking nope different route (laughs) yep so nobody in this story so far is doing really great right no no yeah so then on july 18th in 2003 at about 3 30 p.m one of tiffany and rachel's friends went over to their house to hang out or buy drugs, or Mm -hmm. something, Mm -hmm. they went to their house. We Mm -hmm. don't really know why. Yeah. And they found a brutal murder scene. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Inside the house were the dead bodies of Rachel, Tiffany, 
Tiffany's boyfriend, Marcus, and Marcus's cousin, Adelbert Sanchez, who was 21 oh, years God. old. So were they like, drug deal, gone bad, case closed? Uh, that is fucking almost exactly to the T what the <laughs> cops say about this, but I'll tell you about it. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. I see it coming a mile away. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, they were strippers. They were doing drugs. Mm-hmm. The boyfriend was a drug dealer. They were selling drugs out of the house occasionally. Mm-hmm. It all adds up. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so they had all been shot multiple times, Ooh. and Rachel and Marcus also had blunt force trauma to their heads. Oh, geez. Rachel and Tiffany had also both been shot in the crotch. Whoa. Yeah. Which, according to police, was indicative of someone jealous of their sexuality because the guys weren't shot in the crotch. But I don't fucking know, right? Okay, I get it. Also, not necessary. (laughs) (laughs) No, that won't. I mean, it might kill you. I don't really know. But they were all shot multiple times to where it's like, listen. Don't know which one. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. They all weren't good. Yeah. But like you said... The house was a place to sell drugs, so cops were like, fucking got it. Case closed. Yeah. yeah. We got this one in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Book them, Lou. Yeah, exactly. And the police thought it looked like they had been executed and that Rachel may have been the target because she had been, like, overkilled. Oh. Yeah. Apparently, there were 40 shots fired in the home, and everyone had been shot multiple times, like I said, but Marcus and Rachel had blunt force trauma to their head. Like I fucking said. <laughs> I keep saying this. Get all mad at yourself. <laughs> yeah, like I rewrote my notes and then was like, you know when you reorder stuff and rewrite it and you're like, God damn it. Is that I'm a order? to get through it. Okay, but Rachel had been shot in the butt, which means that she had been trying to run away. <gasps> oh, God. But she wasn't killed by the gunshots. Oh, no. How many times was she shot? I don't know. There okay, were 40 shots multiple. in the whole house between four people. So, like, I don't know if you want to even it out, maybe 10. Okay. But I don't know for a fact. Also, who is fucking popping off 40 shots and no one is aware and calling the cops? Right? Like, Jeez. I feel like I would, after, I don't know, like three or four, I'd be like, yeah, no, those are gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of them. That's, is that yeah. 40? That's so are many. Are they still going? <laughs> Was that 40? <laughs> I'm trying to count, but I lost count because there were so goddamn many. Yeah. Someone should call the cops. Yeah. Well, I don't know if anyone did or not. So this Rachel chick lived through getting her cross shot? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. She was killed because her skull had been smashed in. Ooh. So. That's so awful. Fucking horrific. Oh, my God. So there were over 400 leads in the case. Basically, everyone who Marcus may have sold drugs to, but they didn't leave anywhere. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Can you imagine? What a terrible day at work. (laughs) To be the cops? Yeah, to be like 400 leads. 400 people who are on drugs. And you're like, do you know Marcus? And they're like, no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That you have to interview. And they're like, just get stitches, bitch. Yeah, and they're like, I never met him in my life. And they're like, well, you were in his fucking black book or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. His, his ledger. <laughs> yeah. Like, did I just want to know if you killed him. I don't give a fuck if you bought ecstasy. I know, but also, did you buy ecstasy? <laughs> <laughs> but also, come right over here. Yeah. I'm going to siphon you off to this other interrogation room. <laughs> so anyway, 
Christine's two best friends, who are basically her only friends, are dead now, right? Yeah. She got even further into drugs with her boyfriend and was like, fuck everything. Like, this shit sucks, right? Yeah. And then three years go by and Chris was picked up on a warrant for car theft and he was sent to jail. And Christine entered into a drug rehab where she met a guy named Justin Rott. Oh, good. Yeah. Justin was an ex-heroin addict. And so the two of them fell in love and they're like, yo, let's do this fucking sobriety thing together. Everything's great, right? Yep. They get married and they buy a condo. Ooh. They bought it like fucking cash with money from a trust left to Christine from her father's death. Because I guess he died on the job. He was a construction worker. Oh. And so she got like $360,000. So Oh, shit. Sugar She's mama. doing a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, I guess. I mean, it's a fucking tough trade for a dad, but... Oh, for sure. But from Justin's perspective, I mean, shit. Yeah, you just came into a chick when you're like, oh, I'll get married and fucking you can buy us a house. And yeah, stuff, yeah. Right? Thank yeah, you. Great. That'll be great. <laughs> yeah. But she's doing a lot better now, right? Yeah. Then on the anniversary of Tiffany and Rachel's death, there was a news segment about the murder that was playing. And mm-hmm. Christine called Justin in to watch it with her. Like, hey, these are my two best friends, right? Yeah. And then this time, they had a sketch of a suspect. Oh, God. Oh, God. Christine lost her shit. And she stared at her new husband. And she was like, does that look like me? Oh, my God. (gasps) No. Yeah. Christine. So then, somehow, she ends up confessing everything to Justin. Oh, my God. Did it look like her, though? I don't know. Hmm. Probably. Hmm. Enough to where she... Justin was probably like, I mean, kind of. <laughs> like, I wonder if they sketched it from her DNA or if, like, there was an eyewitness or some shit. Oh, I don't know. That would have been Ooh. a smart thing to fucking look for. I didn't. Someday. Someday. So she said that Chris had the bright idea to rob Rachel and Tiffany. And since they were strippers, they would have a lot of cash on hand. Mm-hmm. And then since Tiffany's boyfriend was a drug dealer, he also probably had a lot of cash on him. So they're like, yo, it'll be a quick like snatch and grab. We'll just get the fuck out of there and take all their cash, right? Make some money. Yeah. Everybody's on drugs. So it sounds like a great idea to them, I'm sure. Yeah. And the plan was just to rob them. But Chris surprised Christine by right before they went inside, he shoved a gun into her hand. And she was like, oh, what the fuck surprise. is this for, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, just fucking take this, right? And then he surprised her again when they were inside and Chris shot Marcus. Oh, my God. So he had his own gun? Yeah, yeah. They had two guns there. Okay. What, maybe they had more than two because I don't, I mean, unless you're reloading. And yeah, four I don't shots. know how many. Yeah, that's a that's lot of a shots. Fucking, that shit's planned. <laughs> yeah, right? You're not just walking around with 40 rounds ready to rock. Yeah, also, if it's a fucking robbery, you're not going to be like, let me grab my extra clips. (laughs) (laughs) A full metal jacket. (laughs) Yeah, like you're going to want, I don't know, maybe just like one gun and it's just a robbery. So you'd be like, hey, I have a gun. And they'd be like, here you go. Sorry about it. Like, yeah, leave now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But 40 40 shots, that's a lot of fucking ammo. A little excessive. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But apparently Christine adjusted pretty well. And after that first (laughs) shot, she, I guess, quote, triggered a rampage inside her. Jesus. And she claims that the gun in her hand started going off on its own. And she was firing blindly and crying. Oh, my God. And you shot crotches and butts and stuff. 
yeah, butts and crotches and someone being jealous of someone else's sexuality kind of makes more sense now because like those two girls are popular girls. They were pretty girls. They were all those things that she wasn't until she met them. Well, and then they were also like strippers, which is like the icon of like beauty, beauty, right? Yeah. Yeah. True. They try to be. Mm hmm. So then when they were leaving, Christine told Chris that she had to go back in to check and make sure that they were all dead. Mm-hmm. And that's when she saw Rachel crawling on the floor. Oh, my God. Trying to call 911. Oh, my God. But she was choking on her own blood. Ah! So Christine went over to her and she started bashing her in the head with the butt of the gun until she died. Jesus! What the that's fuck? That's insane! I didn't know that you could, like... I mean, I know you could knock somebody out that way but like crush their head their skull i mean that's some aggression you can do that with like a rock i'm sure you could do it with a gun it's just a yeah, metal but like a rock i feel thing. like you have a choice it's like heavy you could pick a heavy one guns are heavy have you ever held a handgun yeah but i can't imagine i don't know it's just i know what you mean it's not normal like you wouldn't think pistol whipping a person would like fracture their skull but she was doing <gasps> like the the overhead hammer fucking hammer Jesus. punches. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. So then Christine had Chris drive her to work at Walgreens so she wouldn't be late. What? Did she have blood all over her? She just bashed on that in? I don't know. I mean, maybe she like changed her shirt or something, but she's like, yeah, then I went to work. Like fucking uh, everything's normal. Yeah. Talk about an adrenaline rush. Right. It's like, can I see your fucking ID? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I said ID, ID goddammit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fun fact, she worked at the makeup counter, so. Oh. She was just oh, like, that yeah, that's a fun fact. Fucking color goes really good with your skin. <laughs> you want red, red lipstick? Like blood red lipstick? Yeah, it's right over here. <laughs> or do you want a coral? <laughs> yeah. So Justin, her new husband, husband. Mm-hmm. was naturally pretty pissed about this at first. And he was like, <laughs> well... I guess we're in this together because we're married. What? what? And so let's go on the fucking run. Oh, shit. Who who knew he'd be like ride or die? He was a heroin addict before, I guess. So he's like, yeah. fuck it. You know what? This fucking we stay together. This is what happens. Wow. Yeah. And so they went on the run. They stayed at a La Quinta Inn and they got super heavy into heroin again. Oh, no. They relapsed. Yep. They stayed in the room and never let housekeeping in for seven months. Oh, my God. Because no one's looking for them still. That's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it wasn't like that one sketch alerted everybody. <laughs> yeah. She was just like, oh, fuck, that looks like me. And it had been yeah. three years. Like, that's crazy. They weren't like, hopefully she sees this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn yourself in. Yeah, Have exactly. a heart. Okay, so hold up. Like, what kind of hotel is like, yeah, seven months, you can stay here. I never once need to go in there. Like, change the fucking sheets or something, right? Ugh, gross. Um, The La Quinta Inn, apparently. Yeah, evidently. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. Also, I think that, because I've heard of a La Quinta Inn before, and they're, like, smaller places. I want to say that they'll do, like, the long-term stay stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could rent them by the week's. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to call them out for being anything, like, that they're not necessarily. It's just that people might use them for shittier reasons than they intend, obviously. Oh, yeah, I think they're, like, the long-term stay. Yeah, it's not, like, they're, like, more of a motel kind of thing. Not, like, a, you're not staying at the Hilton when you go to the La Quinta. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, I got you. Goddamn. Seven months. Like you must have yeah. racked up some money there. Like that's crazy. That's a bill. Uh-huh. So 10 days before the next anniversary of the murders. Jeez. So a fucking year later almost. Uh-huh. The police got an anonymous tip from a man claiming that he had met Christine in rehab and she told him that she and her boyfriend had committed these murders. Uh-huh. Side note, it was not Justin. Oh, okay. That's where I was going. I was like, <laughs> yeah, he flipped. Guess he's not ride or die. <laughs> yeah. Nope, it wasn't him. Okay. And police were able to track down Christine and Justin with her credit card usage. Like, she was going to ATMs <laughs> and stuff because they were, quote, on the run, but they weren't really, like, fucking hiding well yeah they were like i mean we just left our house <laughs> yeah yeah exactly we're not at home <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna do any other measures to make sure they can't find me <laughs> exactly so they arrested her within two days of the tip apparently Damn. they were not hard to find and yeah. she was charged and convicted of first degree capital murder oh shit justin testified against her with the confession that she had told him like i mean yeah. fucking don't pull me into this shit. I had nothing to do with it. This is all yeah. the things that she told me. And I guess she came out with like three different stories of what happened. And one, the more likely one is the one that I told you aside from the like, oh, and then it just started firing blindly. Right? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Like that part kept changing. Oh, and like yeah. gun experts are like, yeah, that doesn't happen. Like it it's wouldn't happen. I mean, maybe like once if you dropped it, but not. Yeah. A bunch times. of times yeah. in the air with no provocation. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and also, if, like, what she said was true, where the gun's going off, like, oh, shit, you would, like, point it at something that's not a person and be like, oh, my God, what's happening? Make <laughs> right? it stop. Like, Glad it ran out of ammo. I won't put any more ammo in this. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. But, nope, she was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Can you circles. help me? Let me show it at you or point it at you. Point it you nah fuck you god damn it can you help damn it now you're dead so christine was sentenced to life in prison and she would be eligible for parole in 40 years oh shit man drugs are bad Mm-hmm. not even and then, once no not even once and then chris learned that the cops were looking for him because she had been arrested now and mm-hmm. so he took a bunch of pills and some soda into the woods where he overdosed and killed himself oh damn that sucks fucking crazy right i wonder what was going on in chris's life like was he still on drugs did he clean up you know from what i heard he had gone to jail for that warrant but Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know i don't know how long he was actually in prison for if that like dried him out or if he got right back into drugs as soon as he got out or anything so yeah yeah i mean probably he had enough pills to fucking kill himself and i don't know what he took so that's crazy isn't it oh shit Man, this is why you don't do drugs. Right? Yeah. It literally always from drugs. Yeah. That's a big one. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not heroin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a doozy. It was fucked up, man. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Give me your story. All right. Here. Let's do it. I'm going to tell you about April Gregory. Oh, this two first name have, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) April Gregory was an 18-year-old Syracuse University student in 1996. 
And I just see All a right. bottle straight up. <laughs> <laughs> the Corona bottle in the air as she pounds the last of it. <laughs> Pound it. Okay. Uh, she was studying psychology and she took her schooling very seriously. She had been working and saving since she was a sophomore in high school to help pay for her college. And she was currently working at a McDonald's and was taking summer courses at the university so that she could potentially graduate early. Nice. Yeah, she was described as quiet and serious and obviously had a really good head on her shoulders because uh, I wasn't doing all that <laughs> at that age. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? And um, she was always really reliable, which, as we know, is a good way to show up harmed. Missing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stories, yeah. Yeah, right. So because she was so reliable, this is why it was so odd, on May 25th of 1996, her work and her family became alarmed when she didn't show up for work that day. Oh, shit. Her brother, Lamar, had been the last person to see her the night before at 11.45 when he dropped her off at her dorm in Sadler Hall at Syracuse University. Okay. And her family, I guess, lived on the south side of the city. And the night she went missing, April asked her brother to drop her off at the dorm instead of staying the night at her parents' house. Because her dorm was only five blocks away from the McDonald's that she worked at. So she was like, mm. I'll just wake up in the morning and I'll walk to work. So could you yeah. please drop me off? And yeah. so he did. And that was the last time that he saw her. And so her parents get a call from her work that morning. And they're like, hey, she's not here. And at first her parents weren't so concerned. They were like, oh, she just must be running late. Like she's going to go to work. She always goes to work. So yeah. she'll be there just running late. Yeah, don't worry about it. She's responsible and reliable. Always on time. Yeah. Yeah, they were like almost reassuring like, oh, we're sure she'll be there, you know. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So then the next morning, her coworkers call her parents again and they explain that April never actually showed up to work that day and she's still not there the second day that she's supposed to be there. And oh, so her shit. parents are like, hold the fucking phone. Yeah, exactly. They're like, uh, now we're starting to worry because that's definitely not like her. Yeah, that's not normal. Yeah, that's not normal at all. So her parents go to her dorm, and when they get there, they see these notes that are left on her door from friends who she was supposed to go shopping with, like, those two days. I think it was, like, a Saturday or something. She was supposed to go shopping with somebody, but mm. obviously she had missed the plans, and so her friend, like, wrote a note on the door, like, hey, what the hell? Sorry we missed each other. Call me when you get in. Oh, okay. So, yeah, red flag. Like, she's missing more than just work. Like, she's also missing plans to hang out with her friends. Yeah, social events. Exactly. So her parents are starting to get real worried and they call the cops. But the okay, police good. are like, yeah, but the police are like, yo, she's 18. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. You have to wait at least a week before we're going to consider her as a missing person. A week? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But she's not showing up for work. Yeah. Like, or anywhere. And they're like, yeah, she's 18. She can just fucking leave if she wants to. She doesn't have to tell anyone if she leaves. Yeah. But like 72 hours, maybe. Like, no. 72 hours seems like a long time, but To me, maybe. I'm like, you are the cops. Like, what else are you doing? Come help me find my person that I am missing. And if we find them in a Target, like, walking through the goddamn soap aisle, picking out a fragrance, then hell yeah. Like, good job. You still did yeah. your job. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you find them. Just help me find them, no matter what time of day it is. <laughs> I mean, I could see making them wait 24 hours to be like, you know what? They just didn't call you because they went on a fucking bender and they're staying the night with their boyfriend or whatever. Like, yeah, deal yeah. with it. 48 hours okay maybe sometimes 72 hours i'm like that's pushing it a week though there's no reason to be like they have to be missing for a week what? yeah that's crazy 
I mean, it's granted, so many this is like 96, so I'm sure it's different now. Still. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. So her family files this missing persons report because she is missing for a week. Wow. Over a week. And so they file the report on June 2nd, and the police get involved, and the university even puts out an award for anyone. I'm sorry. Not an award. <laughs> it's like, a, like a plaque? <laughs> <laughs> you found her. <laughs> We'll give you this. <laughs> no, they put out a reward for anyone who will come forward with any information on her whereabouts. Okay. So as the investigation unfolded, it was discovered that April was dating a 30-year-old man by the name of Terrence Evans. Gross. <laughs> right? It's like your story all over again. Yeah, it's just a college-age person instead of a high schooler, which makes it a little bit better, but still. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so... Terrence actually lived right next door to April's parents. And the police find this out and they're like, oh shit, let's talk to Terrence because now here's another person who might know where the fuck she went to. Yeah. So when they interview him, they discover that the night she went missing, she had actually gone to Terrence's house. But I thought the brother dropped her off. Uh, he did. Okay, so I guess it was like pretty standard or routine for them to meet up without anybody knowing. Mm-hmm. And I guess she would walk there. Like, I'm not quite sure how far of a walk this was. Or maybe he would pick her up or something. But the article I read said that she would meet up with him and then he would walk her back to her dorms. And no okay. one knew they were dating or anything. So she would probably tell her brother, like, yeah, please drop me off at the dorm. And then call her boyfriend and be like, hey, I'm ready to hang out. Yeah. And then he'd, like, come and get her. I feel like I would just tell my parents, like, hey, I'm just going to walk back to the dorm and then walk to my boyfriend's house. <laughs> or, like, walk yeah, around like the block and be like, come meet me over here, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but what if it's, like, I don't know, because, you know, my parents have a bar by their house and you and I have walked to that bar at night and we had to literally peel my dad's hands off the keys and be like, you do not have to drive us. It's, like, two feet. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. But, like, Maybe parents like, are, like, neurotic about it. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, no, you're not fucking walking. It's dangerous. I will drive you. Yeah, exactly. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but evidently they fucking met up that night. Yeah. Okay, so like I said, no one really knew about the relationship or anything, and Terrence's parents were out of town that night, which he's 30 years old and living with his parents, but I mean, hey. Is that a flag? <laughs> is that a red one? Yeah. What color is that flag? <laughs> I feel like it's like yellow. I mean, it's I mean, kind of like an orange man. flag now. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. fucking houses are expensive as fuck. So, so I get expensive. it. But also, this was the 90s. Yeah. Well, if I can move out. Yeah. Get it together, Terrence. Yeah. Okay. So um, his parents had left for the night or whatever. And so it was a perfect night for her to come over and come hang out. And maybe they can get in a little something, something. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. That part is total speculation. <laughs> that did not come from an article. <laughs> but I mean, she's going to her boyfriend's house when his parents aren't home. Yeah, we all know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he claimed that on the night of the 24th, she came over after her brother Lamar dropped her off and had returned home, like returned her home as usual, like walked her home. Everything was fucking normal. And during his interview, he became very defensive and wouldn't make eye contact and would, like, look away and shit. So the police were, like, pretty fucking suspicious of Terrence. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, no, no, no. I fucking returned her home and she was peachy keen. <laughs> Nothing wrong. Everything yeah, was great. everything was fine. I, and then it was just out of my hands. <laughs> yep. No idea what happened after that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, okay, you know where she's at. 
And so his statements also became like really inconsistent. And it was discovered that he had actually missed work the day that April had gone missing. Uh Uh-oh. So the police are like, let's keep our eye on Terrence. And they decide to stake out his house. Good. Yeah. Their thought process is that like wherever April is, that Terrence knows and he's going to either leave to go visit her or something or whatever. Like he is part of this equation now. So we're going to track him and he will lead us to April. Okay. So they stay outside of his house and for a couple days he never leaves the house. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, Terrence, come out. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Well, he's so got something to time. take care of inside there. <laughs> he sure enough does. Mm. And so during this time frame, the police interviewed Terrence five times. So I Jesus. guess he left the house to like get interviewed, you know, but like whenever yeah. they're staking him out, he wasn't going anywhere else. Yeah. So he gets interviewed five times and they were pretty much onto him right away and pushing him that he knew something and that he wasn't sharing. So like fucking give it up, right? Yeah. What aren't you telling us? Yeah. So Terrence eventually breaks down. And in November of 1997, which is over a year after she had gone missing. So this happened like over a year span where he was being interviewed a handful of times. He was being staked out. I'm pretty sure it was only for like a week or some shit. And like they were just keeping their fucking finger on his pulse. Yeah. We're not letting you get far. So a year after she had gone missing, Terrence admits that he had murdered April. Oh, okay. I mean, we all knew Terrence, but tell us what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. So he confessed that April had come over that night, and when she showed up, the couple had got into a heated argument for one reason or another. And so during the argument, Terrence hit April. Mm. And she falls, and she hits her head on a speaker in his room. Oh, shit. And she began to bleed profusely from the injury. Yeah, head wounds bleed a lot. Yeah, that's not good. No. And April was totally unconscious and lying on the floor, and Terrence panicked and didn't know what to do, and he didn't want to call for help because he knew he'd be, like, blamed for it. Yeah. So he laid her down on the bed and decided to just let her sleep this whole fiasco off. Okay. She'll just sleep it off. Hopefully he stopped the bleeding. I would hope so, but I don't think he did because then he went to the store and he bought some beers, so (laughs) he clearly was not very worried about her well-being yeah he's like well she's down for the night i guess i'll just drink by myself right like ugh, what a rager this is exciting but like what the fuck bro like call somebody be like uh something happened can you come collect your daughter yeah okay before i keep going though i totally don't think he just hit her once and she hit her head on a speaker i think some other shit happened but you know yeah this is a story yeah I mean, probably, but yeah, Yeah, probably. So Taryn says that after he bought some beers that he got home and he realized that April wasn't breathing and that she had died. Oh, shit. But here's the kicker. Terrence's parents came home early and he was like caught off guard. And instead of confessing to what had happened, he just kept April's corpse in his bed for four days. Oh, where the fuck was he sleeping? In the bed next to her. What the fuck? For four days. Next to a dead person? not fun yeah oh yeah because he didn't want to tell anyone he didn't want to admit to what had happened that's like a teenage girl that gets pregnant and she's like not fucking mentally oh god mentally like fucking i don't know okay enough to handle the situation he sounds like an adult child yes he is clearly Ugh. Ugh. god damn like, he that literally just acted like everything was normal. Like, hey, mom and dad, just going to eat my dinner in my room real quick. You making some flappies? Yeah, I'll take some. 
Yeah. Don't come in here. Yeah. Knock, don't come. I told you to knock, mom. <laughs> oh, my God. So eventually his parents left the home or some shit, and they left long enough for him to go bury her in his backyard. Uh, First of all, they left long enough for that? How long does that take? Because I would think that would take a hot fucking minute. Like, I'd have to be like, digging while they're gone. at least an afternoon. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, yeah. digging while they're home. Like, I'm just going to make a new garden here. And then when yeah. they leave, you could be like, put her in. Cover it up. I finished it. Yeah. Yeah, no idea. I'm guessing it was a couple hours. It had to be at least an afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. It's like a task. How soft is the dirt there? I don't know. In New York? Well, I mean, here it's fucking impossible. You would need a backhoe. It's literally granite. <laughs> or on, digger. On my hill, you need a fucking diamond-plated drill. <laughs> yeah, or like some dynamite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Shit's God. not possible. But apparently, okay, in New York, it's tree there they get a lot of rain maybe it's soft yeah maybe maybe it's just like soil like normal soil who yeah. fucking knows All right. but they leave long enough and he's like i'm gonna fucking bury her in the backyard which also what like parent isn't like yo terrence why is there fresh soil in the backyard the shape of a body <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> i mean where in new york was this Syracuse? Oh, by Syracuse? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know anything about New York and its fucking geography, but I'm thinking uh-huh. maybe it's like upstate New York where there's a lot of land, and so maybe it wasn't yeah. like straight off yeah. the backyard, but like further down by the creek. I don't know if they have creeks. Yeah, like <laughs> if you – I'm sure they do. If you bury a body in my backyard, I will notice the moment that you bury that body. But like yeah. if it's a – I get what you're saying. Like when I lived in Virginia, like our backyard was just woods. And yeah, I had no yeah. idea where the property line was. So you could have buried so many bodies and I'd have no fucking clue. Exactly. I mean, I'd probably notice here because I'd be like, what's that big clean space with no dog poop? <laughs> <laughs> Who brought out their diamond plated drill? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever I saw. But it's so loud. <laughs> was that dynamite? <laughs> Is somebody burying a body? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so everything was fine, right? April was buried in the backyard. Shit was cool. She was just missing. No big yeah. deal. Case closed. Yeah, but then the police started to, like, really dig in and start investigating Terrence, and he started to realize, like, oh, shit, I'm in the hot seat, and he started to panic again, and so he decided that he needed to dig up April's corpse nope. and dispose of it somewhere else because the if fuck? the cops looked hard enough, they were totally going to find her in his backyard. I mean, logical thinking. However, mm-hmm. now you're going to yep. dig up a body that's been underground for a year decomposing? Uh, that's awful. Uh, Did he put her in a bag first? Because I don't think she's going to come up in one piece. I don't fucking know. This I don't is awful. Know. And I also don't really know the timeline. Like, I don't know if he dug her up like two days later, if it was like literally the year later, because he started to get questioned like, Early on in the investigation, I think, but like nothing ever. Oh, you know, specified I don't know the true when timeline. he dug it. But she was at least four days old. Ugh, gross. Also, I'm assuming five days. So you could guess at least a week. Ugh, but probably more. You're probably more right, like towards the end of everything. I don't know. Gross, gross, super gross. So he decided, like, okay, I've dug her up, and so now I need to cut her body up and hide her in many different locations so that it'd be more difficult to identify her. Like a credit so card. If- yeah, so if they, like, find her, they might be like, are these human remains or are these just, like, whatever. Deer. Yeah, no one even knows what it is because it's so chopped up. Ugh, okay. Except they'd be like, wow, these look like saw marks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did somebody hack this bone in half? Yeah. 
Okay, so he explained in his confession that he had pulled all of her teeth because he knew that if the police found her, the teeth could be used on dental records to identify her. Jesus. And he described in detail separating her head from the rest of her body. Ugh. At which I don't know what that those details were, but he fucking, for sure fucking did this shit. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't guessing. He was like, no. Then I yeah. did this. Yeah, and it made this sound. Oh, that's horrible. So he hid parts of her in his family's attic. What? As well as in the basement floor. Motherfucker, like, if you're how? looking to hide shit, your garden yeah. would be better than inside your house. Yeah, at least you could be like, anyone has access to my garden. Yeah, anyone could have put her there. But inside my house, oh, there's one of fucking three people, me or my parents. Yeah, well, who do you think it is? Yeah. By the way, I watched her die. You know, Jesus. Ugh, this is dumb. Oh, God. This guy's a dum-dum. Yeah, I also think, like, it doesn't ever explain, like, any kind of mental issues, but for sure mental issues, because oh, the yeah. thought process here is fucking insane. Yeah, there's got to be something going on. Oh, yeah. So he had said that he had taken her head and put it in a plastic bag and then put the bag in his closet. Okay. What? Like, that's that's not even just your attic or your basement, because then mom or dad has access, too. But now it's in your closet? Yeah, like, I keep her with me. Jesus Christ. Kind of level shit. That's so gross. Yeah, super gross. Also, it's going to smell. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you going to put it in your attic or your basement? Like, somebody, your mom is going to be like, why, why is the, the ceiling leaking? Smell like dead people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something gross. died in the attic. Can you go get it? Yeah. Take care of that shit. Ugh. Oh, my God. But also, he slept next to a dead body for four days. So True. maybe True. his, like, standard for hygiene and smell isn't the same as everyone else's. Maybe. Maybe he had, like, a deviated septum or maybe. septums. Maybe he had coronavirus. That maybe. shit makes your smeller go away. Yeah, back in 96 before it was cool. Yeah. He had it first. <laughs> yeah, he did. Patient zero. Maybe. <laughs> or he's just fucking psycho. He got it from sleeping with a fucking corpse. Right. Okay, so the investigators were like, uh, why the fuck did you put her head in the closet? That's creepy, right? Yeah. And he explained that he just needed something of hers to be close to him. Bro, get a ring. Like, <laughs> oh, right? A fucking what? bracelet what? or the shirt she was wearing or her shoe. What if you're like having this super romantic moment and you're looking deeply into each other's eyes? And you're like, and I just want your just head like, on my fucking mantle. <laughs> like in my closet uh, i just want your head in my closet like ah i'm cool i'm just gonna Red keep this <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 can i just separate it from your body your <laughs> eyes are like blueberries oh god i want to pluck them out of your skull yeah Ugh, jesus Okay, so uh, detectives were, like, super shocked by his confession, so much so that they totally didn't believe him. What? They were like, yeah, you're just blowing smoke, right? They were like, like what the fuck? We've been fucking looking at you for a year now. However, I don't believe you, but can I check your closet anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to check, but they were like, for sure he's got to be, like, exaggerating some shit or, like, something. Because what the fuck? Yeah, right? yeah. At least they checked, uh, though, right? Please tell me they checked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next sentence. Okay. Uh, next bullet. Uh, they went to his house. <laughs> Thank God. And they checked where he had said that he had hid her body. And sure enough, they found bits and pieces of her decomposed body hidden in the basement, behind the walls, and in the attic, and in his closet. Oh, so yeah. fucking gross. So I guess they pulled the traps in the basement, and that's where they found her teeth. 
which I'm guessing those are like sewage traps or like water lines or something. I don't know what I don't have a basement. So I don't have traps in there. I would think it's like a sink trap. You know, because usually yeah, like basements yeah. have like a maybe a laundry room or something. So they might have that big laundry sink. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where they found her teeth. Okay. So I probably would have records. scattered those like to random yeah. dumpsters, like one in each yeah. one. Like a credit card. Like a credit card. Yeah. 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 Evidently, he just threw him down the drain. All right. Okay, so during the entire confession, Terrence willingly offered, like, intense details with almost no prompting, and investigators think that that was because he felt really guilty and remorseful, and so the confession was, like, this weight off of his shoulders, because literally the police didn't have to do anything. They weren't even like, and then what'd you do? He just was like, blah, 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 and, like, kept telling the whole goddamn story, and they were like, hold the fucking phone. <laughs> they were like, you need to slow down. We need to check some shit. Let me take yeah, a coffee break because yeah. this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I need a smoke. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, so Terrence was arrested. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, and he was charged with second-degree murder and was sentenced to 25 to life in prison and is eligible for parole in 2022. <gasps> That's coming up. Mm-hmm. That's as soon as quarantine ends, assuming he doesn't get corona. Oh, shit, it is, huh? Yeah. Uh, So, fun last little note, I guess. April's dad told Terrence that he hoped that he ends up like Jeffrey Dahmer, who was, like, beat to death in prison, because it happened, like, right around the time that this dude got sentenced. Yeah. I mean, so that's a valid fucking request from the dad. Right? I uh, agree. Yeah. Jesus. That's aggressive. intense, right? That's an aggressive relationship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Talk about aggression. Yeah. You want to, like, one-up each other here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God. Ah, uh, but can you imagine, like, how the fuck is there a head in your son's closet? I'm not blaming the parents at all, because what the fuck? Who knows what's going on? But just, like, the smell and, like, the logistics of it all, I'm confused. <laughs> the logistics get me a little bit more. Like, the head in the attic, was it in a bag? Or whatever, the pieces in the attic was it in a bag? Because I feel like it's just going to leak through the fucking floor into your... Because bodies start to leak. Yeah. And like how many pieces? I don't know. It's fucked up. Yeah, it is. Ugh, I don't get suck. it. I don't like it. Could you imagine if your sweet little baby boy had a girlfriend? No. Who went missing? No. And then you're like, oh, that's so bad. I'm so sorry for you. I feel so bad. And it's in my attic. And she's in your attic and his closet. No. And your garden. And your basement. Oh my god. And her teeth my are in the Babies better hope that never happens because I will be so fucking suspicious of them instantly. <laughs> right? I feel like I've heard this one before. <laughs> yeah, hold up. Did you remove her teeth? Where are her feet? Let me check the basement traps. <laughs> oh my god. I guess that this case was like so brutal and intense and shit that it shook like even the most seasoned investigators and they use it all the time in like fucking forensic classes and shit. Oh, Jesus. I wonder how his like demeanor was that whole time with like his parents because his parents living with him would probably notice like, oh, he became more secluded or like, yeah, you know, he was pretty standoffish for those four days after. Yeah, he seemed a little shook. He just like wanted to stay in his shit. room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind of like I don't know. he was mourning his girlfriend or like, you know, the first time that he went through puberty. He stayed in his room the whole yeah. time. <laughs> Wouldn't let me wash his sheets for a long time. <laughs> Always wanted to wash them himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I want to know their 
like side of the story? their thought process on it because oh, i mean god i wouldn't even call it their side of the story because i'm not saying that and they should have done anything differently they're just a fucking yeah. innocent person in all of this yeah and that sucks to have happen with your kid like god damn that would suck yeah but like did you notice anything different and i'm not saying yeah. they should have acted on it but did you they like inadvertently got involved yeah you know? yeah like i just want to know your part of like what you saw what you witnessed yeah exactly and it wouldn't be weird if your son's girlfriend goes missing and then all of a sudden he's like quiet or reserved or something i'd be like yeah man he just went through some shit yeah although i don't know how long it was until it like came out that they were dating i think it was pretty early on but i don't know for sure like no one knew they were dating yeah yeah. that's true i don't know man i don't know that's crazy yeah on that lovely note should we send us out all right well, everyone, if you have case suggestions, feel free to email them to isgdpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Woo-hoo. website for pictures pertaining to our cases, isgdpodcast.com. And we're mm-hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at isgdpodcast. And come join our Facebook group, the Goddamn Pod Group. Yep, it's fun. Uh, you should join our Patreon. It's as little as a dollar and you get one extra case a month and also you get all of our back fucking cases so now we're at like 13 yeah episodes that you will get and one is coming out yesterday yep you're welcome <laughs> come join us come support our habit of true crime yeah and evidently audio equipment <laughs> <laughs> yeah come support our sweet sweet hobby and i don't know let us know that we're doing a good a good thing or if you appreciate it fucking subscribe rate and review we like that shit Ah, please do that shit yeah 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 help us hit some charts yeah also if you want to snail mail us you can feel free to at p.o box 2764 spring valley california 91979 i Mm -hmm. still have not checked it since quarantine and i'm so sorry if anyone has sent anything i promise i will get there on hopefully this weekend you were too busy shitting this last week. <laughs> I had no time to stop at the post office. <laughs> it was an emergency. <laughs> well, I feel bad going to the post office like with my kids or anything because yeah. A, you can't leave them in the car because people frown upon that. <laughs> yeah, evidently it's not legal. Yeah, and B, I don't want to bring them inside anywhere that's not my house or grandpa's house. Like, Yep, I get you. Yeah, so it's hard to be like, oh, just wait here. I promise I'll run. So I have to do it like either before or after grandpa's house, but fucking the post office office isn't on the way it was on the way to daycare it was so easy there <laughs> i know i know i hear you <laughs> i will get it i promise hopefully this weekend if not then by tuesday i'll get it on tuesday boom love it can't wait to hear that all we have are junk mail ads and junk yeah. mail yeah <laughs> fucking flyers for carl's jr <laughs> oh, God. also i'm if there is anything in there i'm just giving it some time to dry out from corona yeah exactly see just looking out for the safety of this podcast exactly. so there yeah All right, lady. Is that all? Okay. That's it. Bye. Bye, guys.